When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck and Jerry's here, and we're all jacked up because Halloween's coming. We've been eating candy for six weeks straight. And Short things stuff. are getting spoopy in here. Spoopy? <laughs> spoopy. It's a word. It means not quite spooky. Uh-huh. A lighthearted version of spooky. Is that like your own word? No, it's a real thing. You can look it up and we'll wait. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> yep, your story checks out. It's a real word. All right. Well, let's talk about bedsheet ghosts then because uh, I picked this one out when I was looking for something spoopy. And I just – I kind of have had a bit of nostalgia for the old school bedsheet ghosts. And I was like, well, where in the world did that come from? Who started doing that? Because it's, it's a thing. Uh, you see people sure. still do it as a co- real costume mm-hmm. occasionally, mm-hmm. whether or not you uh, – uh, don't have the money to scrape up for like some expensive costume, or if you're just lazy. Either way, it's great. Uh, and it's also been in a gazillion pieces of pop culture, uh, like Beetlejuice and Scooby Doo and Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. and all uh, kinds of stuff. Our friend Toby produced a movie that it featured in recently, a ghost story. I still haven't seen that. I gotta see it. It's it's interesting. Like, yeah. it is art house. It's, it's, it's very art house. Like, there's yeah. a lengthy scene where Rooney Mara just sits there and eats pie quietly in her kitchen. Uh-huh. And, like, that's that. the scene. It's really interesting. But it's cool. It's a cool concept. But the ghost is just wearing a, a bedsheet the whole time. Yeah, it's iconic. Exactly. I think that's the point. And I never stopped to question that. I think that was a great question that you had in your head. Um, and it's really... I love things where you just stop and think, where did this come from? And there's a definitive answer that makes complete sense. And this happens to be one of those things. Yeah, I love those. Uh, so we dug into uh, Salon.com, uh, TuftedNeedle.com, and The Daily Beast. And everyone's story is the same. So it has to be true. Mm-hmm. But it comes from the fact that back in olden days, uh, and specifically, I mean, we can go back to the time of Jesus if you'd like to. But specifically forward a bit to 17th century Britain, when people would wrap their deceased loved ones in white sheets, burial shrouds, right. uh, to bury them. They they used to do that, you know, just routinely uh, back in ancient times. But then as we got a little more modern and coffins came around, if you had money, you could still go with a coffin. But if you didn't, you were still using that linen sheet probably. Yeah, and it's actually come full circle again because— One of the hallmarks of a green burial is using a burial shroud instead of a coffin. That's right. So a burial shroud is associated with dead people. And if a dead person returned from the grave, uh, i.e. a ghost, Mm -hmm. you would think that they're probably still wearing their their, uh, burial shroud or the bed sheet that they were buried in. And that, that is how bed sheets became synonymous with ghosts. Yeah. And we could stop there. This could be the shortest short stuff. Uh, yeah, but it, it gets even more interesting if you ask me. <laughs> uh, it does, because all these great websites found some pretty cool stories um, 
to tie into this, and this is something I never knew. It was so synonymous with uh, spooking people Mm -hmm. that thieves in London and, uh, dare I say, greater England would wear this stuff sometimes. I read some sites that said they would uh, wear it just to scare people sometimes and rob them on the street. And I also saw sometimes they would scare them from their home so they could then just be like, all right, we got the place to ourselves. Let's rob it. Either way, I mean, don't you deserve to be robbed if a uh, yes. ghost scares you? Maybe they were just like, oh, God, a robber. And that's really why they were running out, not that they thought it was a ghost. Sure. And he's wearing a sheet, so he must be dangerous. So clearly by this time, sheets and and ghosts were fully in the, the mind of the pop culture, I guess, right? Yeah. The thing is, is at this time, around this time, in the early 1800s, I, the, I think 1805 maybe, there's a very famous case of a person being mistaken for a bedsheet-wearing ghost who who paid with their life, basically for walking around wearing a white outfit and refusing to, to wear anything but that. Yeah, because here's what happens. People, uh, thieves are wearing these things. They're going around and uh, robbing folks and scaring them out of their house mm-hmm. to rob them. And so, of course, what's going to happen is uh, well-intended, angry citizens are going to rise up and they're going to be like street cop ghost hunters. Sure. And they're going to walk around trying to, to ghost bust. Yes. But this particular case, the guy who is responsible for the death, his whole defense was, I thought that was a ghost. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's dig in. But he, but he, was, he was ghost hunting uh, criminals, though, at the time. He, his, that was his defense. He thought it was a ghost. But I thought that he they knew they were criminals. That was the whole point. No? Not not in this particular case, no. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about it. So the guy we're talking about who died was Thomas Millwood. That's right. And this is in Hammersmith, which is in a neighborhood in West London. And Francis Smith is the guy that you're referring to who was out um, hunting ghosts. And I think what you're talking about is there were a bunch of reports of ghosts attacking people, not necessarily killing somebody. But that the the word on the street was there's ghosts out there that are doing harmful things. And that's what brought Francis Smith out. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's funny because I looked over this quite a few times and every single time my read of it was he was a, a criminal vigilante mm-hmm. and he knew that ghost people were putting on these sheets and doing it. But I, I think you're dead right. I think he's he was a ghost hunter. He was. And so he ran across Thomas Millwood, who is, I think, a bricklayer. And Thomas Millwood was well known for wearing um, white pants, white shirt, white apron. And his wife was even like, dude, you know, there's like a ghost panic going on out there. You probably yeah. should wear something that's not white so people yeah. know, you know, you're not a ghost. And he said, and it's after no. Labor Day. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> it's so gauche, Francis. Yeah, you got you to put away that seersucker suit and all your white stuff. Exactly. So um, Thomas said, no, nay stay out of my business. I wear white and I like it. It's my signature color. And she's like, it's not just a color. It's the presence of all colors. And the conversation has kept going on like this, but we'll take our leave yeah. of it. That's right. And very sadly, he was killed because of that. Uh, they were at the trial, I believe. Um, they found out that Millwood had supposedly scared this couple in a carriage. But un- wearing that unintentionally. White outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like uh, I'm trying to rob you, just like right. everyone thought he was, I guess, a ghost, even though it wasn't a sheet because he was wearing all white. Yeah. 
I'm kind of worrying about uh, wondering about 19th century London all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, same here. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I mean, talk about superstitious. Uh, so the long and the short of it is, though, Millwood was sadly killed, and um, Smith was sentenced to hang initially, mm-hmm. and King George III stepped in and said, "Nope, uh, I, I I like the cut of this guy's jib. Let's just give him a full pardon." Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Shall we take a break? Let us take a break, yeah. All right. We'll be right back with more bedsheet ghosting. All right. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey there, are you thirsty? Well, before you take a sip, have you stopped to think about what's in your water? Many conventional bottled waters contain PFAS, harmful substances known as forever chemicals. But you can drink water as clean as nature intended. Richard's rainwater collects 100% pure, refreshing drops of rain. Yes, it really is rain, everybody. This rain is caught clean before it hits the ground or becomes polluted with pesticides and contaminants commonly found in groundwater. Yep, Richard's rainwater is naturally pure with no need for harsh chemicals or additives. That means no added fluoride, no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. And you can enjoy the clean taste of Richard's still rainwater and the long-lasting cold-pressured bubbles of Richard's sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And we even have a special offer, don't we, Josh? Yeah, text STUFF to 2512-928887 and you'll get $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's rainwater. Sip the sky. So um, bed sheets with ghosts are have been around for quite a while, but there was like a there have been diversions off of that straight path from then to now. Um, for example, um, ghosts were synonymous with wearing suits of armor. Yeah. Uh, particularly Hamlet, uh, Hamlet's father, when he comes back, he's wearing a suit of armor. Or Jacob Marley was just wearing his regular clothes that he died in or was buried in, but um, with chains. Or another one that lasted for a really long time were just straight up skeletons, like animated oh, yeah. skeletons that were moving around and talking and scaring people. They were essentially ghosts. Um, but that bed sheet or that burial shroud or whatever you want to call it, draped over a, a dead person, that being a ghost, that's that's the one that's really kind of become universal. 
Yeah, and it was the 19th century that that really, really finally was fully embedded uh, when, uh, well, they didn't use burial shrouds by that point. Most people were in coffins at this point. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't have a lot of money, you were still in that same position. But instead of like a a linen shroud, they would just wrap you in the sheet on the bed that you died in, basically. Yeah. And wrap you up, tie knots on the ends, and thus ingrained the bedsheet ghost. Yeah. Hope you like that floral pattern because you're trapped with it for eternity. <laughs> right. Or the Star Wars sheets. So um, the, the, the bedsheet and the dead person was so connected that by the, the um, late 19th century, when spiritualism and mediumship became really popular, um, if you took a, a double exposed photo with a person wearing a bedsheet, and mm-hmm. you you superimposed it next to the living person you were taking a, a ghost photo of, um, they would see that and be like, "Oh my God, there's a ghost right behind me." A person wearing a bedsheet, they would take to to believe as a ghost. Yeah. So of course, uh, psychics and mediums and people that that did stuff like that, they would have all sorts of uh, rigs uh, to make it look like the the ghost was in the room with you, mm-hmm. and it seemed like it worked. I guess they were making enough money doing it. Uh, Of course, some people got in trouble for that kind of thing occasionally. So eventually it moved to the stage, and uh, they found some theater scholars from the time that said, you know, we did some polling, and we found that people are more scared when we use the bedsheet ghost on stage than just somebody in, like, white makeup rattling chains. Yeah, that was Leslie, the theater scholar who did the polling. (laughs) Yeah, from the candy company. Leslie gets around. Right. Uh, I think the the time when um, it became... Not scary uh, was when children's cartoons kind of took over the idea of a bedsheet ghost and made them not scary because these were children's cartoons. There's a really famous example of um, a Mickey Mouse cartoon from 1937 called Lonesome Ghosts. And the ghosts are not clearly wearing bedsheets because what's interesting, Chuck, is if you look at these ghosts or you look at Casper the ghost or whatever, mm-hmm. um, they are white transparentish and generally featureless they'll have eyes or a nose or something but there's no mm-hmm. there's no general there's no general shape to them and it's like the bedsheet covered ghost has now morphed into a ghost made out of something like a bedsheet yeah like casper isn't a a weird kid wearing a bedsheet right casper is made of bedsheet if you look closely though i'm pretty <laughs> sure it is richie rich under there Right. Oh, man, I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. That's. I think you might be right. I am. Never made that connection. So um, I think, Chuck, we've proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that bedsheets are associated with ghosts. Yes. And you know what? I might, I might do that this year. I'm kind of short on costumes. That's great. Well, one of these sites that you, um, that you came across suggests that if you're going to use it as a costume, find an old sheet that's frayed or thinning because it'll be 10 times scarier. Mm, you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to get a brand new one and not even iron it so it still has those folded crease marks. Oh, that's the scariest of all. <laughs> yeah, the laziest costume of all. <laughs> uh, you got anything else? I got nothing else. I got one thing. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Short Stuff's out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.